para yo creerte, llévame lo tuyo, para yo creerte, suéname la conga, suena el hugo, suena el timbal, inspírate hermano, con mucha alegría, porque ahorita, aquí vengo yo. All right, all right, all right. It's Keeping It 100 with Jose Candelario here at 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven Independent.org. And this week uh, we have uh, the, the queen, a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Lakeisha Jordan is in the building. Uh, we're going to be ready to talk. We are powered by La Voz Radio. Let's get rid of all that stuff out of the way. I'm sorry. This is just so many things. That, yeah, we're powered by La Voz Radio. And today we have uh, Nora, right, Nora? Nora is powering us. No Harry. Harry's on vacation somewhere, living it up, um, getting them drinks on. Uh, again, so, Lakeisha Jordan, uh, where do we start? I mean, <laughs> hey, Jose. how you doing? I'm good. I made it. <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to New Haven, where parking is atrocious. This is what happens when you haven't been here for a while. <laughs> New Haven, it, it, it's kind of hard because New Haven always is like, oh, we, we want to build up downtown. But mm-hmm. then uh, where are you going to park? <laughs> I, I'm very familiar with New Haven, and when I used to be here daily during the week, I had designated parking, so mm-hmm. I was a little spoiled. Forgot what it was like to park on the oh, street. Oh, to, be, to be the average person? <laughs> oh, come oh on, God. Jose. <laughs> I know you live that upper lifestyle. Not the, at all. The Not at crust. all. Welcome to uh, the, the, uh, the serve. The, 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 is that, that, yeah, right, right? The serves? That's the level of uh, society I'm part of. There's a uh, lot of um, up-and-coming things, clearly, in New Haven, so uh, I haven't been down here during the week for a while during okay. the day and there's a lot of construction so that's, yeah. that's good things okay all good, good thing things. all good things are happening out here yeah. so welcome back to downtown new haven i know that you're a ham tonight enjoying <laughs> that nice cush suburban lifestyle out there no no, now, no. Now, I, I apologize I for dragging you back down listen. here <laughs> knock it off miss <laughs> jordan let's talk a little bit of, i mean for those who don't know miss uh, lakeisha jordan is a um uh you're you're a professional right yeah. uh, you work in the banking industry from my understanding right I, have a long career in the banking industry. There you go. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then you also are part of uh, many organizations throughout our community, uh, from the Schubert Theater to... Um, uh, the also- Connecticut Women's Hall of Fame, Phenomenal I Am, the Gateway Community, community uh, College Foundation Board, social organizations as well, uh, the Order of Easter Star, the Links Incorporated, uh, just to name a couple. Just to name a couple. Right there, you just ripped off like 10. I mean, let, let's just let's go. Let's go all the way back to uh, before you were Miss Jordan. You were just Lakeisha. I was Lakeisha. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and you were. And where are you from? Where are you from? What, what I was... am originally from um, Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of family here in New Haven. My oh. dad is originally from New Haven. My mom is from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I came here after I graduated high school by way of a gap year. Okay. Um, so yeah. Wow. And then you made it here. So what was, what was it? What's the difference between Shreveport and New Haven? I mean, that's, you're, you're technically a transplant because I mean, you can't. I am a transplant. Um, I came here. I had a a ton of college opportunities, which not that I didn't have them in Louisiana, but as a first generation college student, uh, it looked differently here. And in speaking with my family, um, we all know that the area is rich in, in uh, higher education. Mm-hmm. So when I came, I applied to several several of the colleges and universities in the area. Quinnipiac was my first choice, but um, 
that swish and said gateway and and southern <laughs> here i come so mm-hmm. i am a double alum from southern connecticut state university I'm going to throw another organization at your commitment. I also sit on their business advisory council as well for the school of business. Uh, So you have two masters. Uh, No, I have an undergraduate degree Uh uh, in liberal studies Mm -hmm. with minors in psych, social and public health. Mm -hmm. And I have a master's in business administration. Oh, psych, social. Jeez. That that is such needed in our society because supposed to be a social worker. You were supposed to be a social worker, but you, and and you're still working socially. I am still <laughs> very much involved in the community aspect of. Uh, but you're in a different level. Instead of individuals, you really are now like working on on mass, you know, like with you know entire community, which you're still helping and you're still uh, organizing and helping these organizations. So you went to college. How did? What was your first? Uh, the, yeah, I'm trying to pick out exactly where I want to go with this. So you come out of college. And you start you start professionally. What was your first professional venture? How did how did that go? Well, I wish it was that simple. Um, I worked several jobs, putting myself through school, mm-hmm. and at one point I actually stopped going to Southern and went over to Gateway um, to to complete some of my credits to mm-hmm. transfer back. While I was working or going to school, I started working, um, and I happened to fall into the financial industry working at a small boutique investment firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a passion for something that I didn't realize I had. Um, mm. I stuck around there for about five years. That's where I decided to get my master's in business. And um, from there, I went on to work in Bank of America on the sell side of the house and commercial mm-hmm. and business banking and landed there for about 10 years or so mm-hmm. um, before pivoting to key bank when they came into the market mm-hmm. after the acquisition of first Niagara. Mm-hmm. And I spent uh, about five and a half years over at key bank where um, my career started to go in a different direction on more of the, the compliance side mm-hmm. and working very directly in our communities and understanding um, where the gaps were in terms of providing financial resources to mm-hmm. those that are uh, under resourced. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I just want to touch a little bit yeah. about how non-traditional your, your, your college path was. Mm-hmm. I mean, not every path, like everyone has this idea and this dream, especially in young people that I go, you know, I go four years of college and then I'll get my master's in, in six and then I'll be done. But there's still, you can still be successful in life with a non-traditional path with, within your education. The real reality of it is many of us that are, uh, quote unquote, successful because that is a subjective term um have had very non-traditional paths to to get to where we are and mm-hmm. um i i actually encourage it i i i at the beginning i said by way of a gap year we didn't know what that was when i was mm-hmm. uh, coming out of high school that's a new term mm-hmm. relatively new term that they that they um that, that they use now a gap year i, I didn't know what i was going to do I, I i originally wanted to go to a college in louisiana Ended up in Arizona with my dad, who is a retired military. Mm. And I did take a couple of community college courses there. But honestly, it took that year off to figure out what it was I wanted to do and how I needed to, uh, what was that plan for me to actually land in college. And like you said, we think of it in a very structured manner of traditional four years, let's do this and Mm -hmm. get it over with, go back and get another degree. And that's just not the case. There's there's so many um, obstacles that, that stand in, in the way of the most prepared college student um, that we have to navigate. 
Um, and you did you did that very very well. So I, I just want to encourage those people who are out there who are listening right now, who knows of someone who are maybe struggling, who may have to take a, a, a step back and maybe take just a credit this semester, and, and just to just to you know to get themselves together financially or at least mentally, um, let yourself breathe so so you can you know refocus. Basically, is what you took that gap year for. Right, and I'll take it a step further and say you know um, college. They say college is for everyone, but that is uh, a choice for each individual. But there are opportunities for certifications, um, different pathways. Uh, there's very lucrative careers out there that don't require a college education. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of TikTokers. skills. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> Listen, I'm still I'm, trying I'm, I'm to master TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying to be a be facetious. <laughs> that, that's another uh, stream of, uh, income. of income yep, that, yep. you know, <laughs> I encourage it. But um, there's a lot of hands-on skills-based careers that there's a need for um, electricians, plumbers, all of those different uh, non, you know, they're, they're not glory glorified professions that you're talking six plus figures uh, for income. And mm. yeah, I, I would encourage folks to, to explore those different pathways, have a skill based income and, you know, you can do both. Wow. A professional and skill based. I think a lot of people during COVID and went to those, those skill based um, and, you know, people were doing them nails and them eyebrows in their kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my entrepreneurs out there making it happen out their kitchen. Um, but a lot of them came out, you know, pretty, you know, now basically ready to start a business on their own and, and actually just need something physical now to, to continue what they're doing. Um, you went to, you say that you, you end, we ended up in the bank and Financial literacy is something that's very big in our community. I just came back from InvestFest in Atlanta, Georgia, where it was just, you know, it was, to me, it was very impressive to see 15,000 people that were there in Atlanta, the convention center, trying to better themselves financially, trying to start their businesses, trying to start the trucking, you know, or, or mortgage business, or trying to somehow get into that money-making mode. And, and, uh, I just wish more people in New Haven were in that mode. I don't know if you've noticed a, there's a, a little difference here in New Haven. Um, but in regards to financial literacy, what is the most important thing someone should be thinking about? I don't think that it's different here in New Haven. I think that there's a lot of historical uh, implications to where we are as a community mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to our financial um, awareness. And it's it's about really each one teach one. And I, I grew up in the professionally in the, on the sales side of banking and the for-profit world, but currently am uh, employed by a credit union, mm-hmm. which is uh, a community focused financial institution that has the same types of products that a banking institution does. I would encourage folks that, um, that are looking to, to achieve their financial goals to really, uh, find a trusted financial professional, whether it's at a bank, a credit union, um, a friend that has that knowledge and start to have those conversations, mm-hmm. understand what the resources are. There are a lot of programs that are out here that can assist with um, uh, bringing that education and awareness and that credit building and understanding what credit means and how you can use it um, for, for, for yourself um, to, to, to do all the things that you're trying to accomplish, uh, buy a house, buy a car, take that vacation, uh, save for college. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use you for an example. <laughs> the, 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 the best, each one teach one, right? Yeah. When did you first learn about credit who, and who taught you? Um, honestly, many of us of this generation have taught ourselves. 
um, historically, there's been such a lack of trust for financial institutions. Um, my mom has always been big on, she still writes checks. She still uses a checkbook, mm. a check mm-hmm. ledger. She did teach me that, but the, the actual aspect of learning about credit and what that means and the utilization of it, um, I took some bumps and bruises growing up and had to figure it out for myself. Um, I, my, my hope is, I don't, I'm not an educator per se. I've never wanted to be mm-hmm. a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I like to connect people with those resources where they can find Mm-hmm. Uh, that assistance and that support to have that but, understanding. But, but it, it, you, 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 you and within yourself, you're still teaching. I mean, if, even if you're teaching someone to how to use a resource, you're still teaching. Touché. You might not be teaching <laughs> them exactly how what you know what your knowledge base is, right. but you still are leading people in the right direction, and your knowledge base is still being utilized because you know where to go to yeah. get that knowledge, and you're sending the right people. How important is it for someone to want to be fiscally responsible versus someone who just is a dreamer? Um, you can't accomplish those dreams unless you're physically responsible. So it's extremely important. It's, it's very important for you to understand what it takes um, to make those, that, that vision, because I don't want to call it a dream, it's that vision uh, into a reality. And understand that it's, everyone has to go at their own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of social media out here that glorifies and, and has this instant gratification um, that's unrealistic. Go at your own pace. Understand knowledge is power. Connect yourself with the people who have the resources. There's literature out there. Um, I would say go to our libraries. They're free. Um, they have, many of them have resources. They host classes. Uh, there are a lot of organizations that are here. Um, I know that the state of Connecticut in itself is very um, is a strong advocate for the Bank On um, mm-hmm. movement mm-hmm. and uh, teaching, uh, providing access to safe and stable accounts and financial resources. So I, I would encourage folks to really understand what that 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 goal is and to start to set the steps and and accomplish them one at a time and just start to check them off. And before you know it, you're going to look back and be like, wow, you know, I did this. Mm. Very good. You're listening to 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven Independent.org. This is Keeping It 100 with Jose Canelario with my esteemed guest, Lakeisha Jordan, uh, who is a mover and a shaker and is shaking and moving. (laughs) You can't stop this young lady. She is everywhere. Um, uh, I met her through an old friend and a good friend uh, now. I just, I, we we're talking about uh, financial literacy because that is her concentration. But she, what I admire most about you and is how people revere you as a leader. You. you are a leader. And when I see people like uh, Phelan, am I saying it right? Fallon. Fallon. <laughs> who I think personally is a great leader herself. Well, for someone like her to be looking up to you says a lot to me about what type of person oh, you are. Thank you. And the influence that you've had around the people around you, because you say you don't teach anyone that you know, but you've obviously been pointing people to the right resources and creating people, like it or not, after your own likeness with, with, with your, your abilities and your your ability to lead. Thank you. You part of almost ten to fifteen organizations. It's not so, that many, Jose. Knock you, it off, man. You just listed like ten. I mean, we can go over the list again, but I, I, now they no would need. be bragging. 
We don't need to do that. <laughs> what it what does it what does it take to be a leader? I mean, everyone wants to lead. We're in a society where everyone wants to lead, but what breaks you between a follower and a leader? And does it? I always believe a great follower will always be an excellent leader. I ground myself in my values, my morals. Um, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't seem right, um, I can't. I, I can't advocate or, or co-sign it. I am a strong believer in bringing who I am. What you see is what you get. Um, mm -hmm. Just being responsible, wanting to um, just create a vision and a path for my children and other children to, to see the impossible, to see what may feel intangible as something that you can accomplish. Mm -hmm. And it just takes putting one foot in front of the other. So... Um, I, I hold strong to my faith. I'm a strong believer in intuition, vibes, whatever you want to call mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really do gravitate to, to folks that are like-minded and have the same values and morals as I do. And I, it's a village. I, I am surrounded by some very amazing people um, that I tap into often, daily, um, I'm sitting here with one of them, uh, Mr. Jose. <laughs> it's been, honestly, um, I think it was meant for us to, our paths to cross because we have so many connections and so many intersects and um, truly have a strong belief in community um, and, and lifting each other up as a collective. And I think that's what, that's what I think people revere most about you is your ability to, to lift people up and, and put them you know, on a path or on a pedestal that someone else would normally wouldn't do that. I mean, there's enough room for all of us. I, I don't need to be in the say front. That Please say that again. Please there say that is again. enough room for all of us. Sounds beautiful. We can all sit at the table. We can all have a voice at the table. We can all collectively do more together. Mm -hmm. um, I don't need to be in the front. I don't need to be the face. I don't believe in hey i need to be in the limelight there are folks I, I surround myself with people who are the experts for that very reason mm. um so i can tap back into them and say hey this is you this is your space um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, people always said and there's one thing that people get to you know i've heard recently and more and more is um uh, if you hang around uh nine broke people you're going to be the 10th one yeah absolutely <laughs> You surround yourself with successful people, you're going to be successful. And uh, I, and I would say that that does work. I think that when I when I came out of COVID, I started surrounding myself with different individuals. I mean, with the Sharon Jordans and uh, the Graeman Wilsons and the uh, the uh, Rodney Williams of New Haven. I mean, I could keep going, yeah. uh, but I started surrounding myself with those individuals who have a, a certain mindset, and it does. You, you like literally are like dragged out of sand like quicksand because that mentality is is infectious. When you shift your, your way of thinking, you shift your way of life. And that is something that um, I've had to grow into. Mm. Um, and it, it's, a daily, it, it's, it's, it's a daily walk. Um, I, I feel like the devil or people or whatever you want to call it. Negative energies. Negative energies. Mm -hmm. um, throw things at you to knock you off your, um, your center. 
and I pep talk myself a lot. And <laughs> you just you just shouted out Mr. Jordan. Um, he he's my sounding board. Mm. Yeah, he's an amazing person, um, and he he's a very logical and strategic thinker. Mm-hmm. So I I hear you. Yeah, yeah, he's also a financial wizard. He <laughs> is so. a financial guru. <laughs> he is the financial guru of the two of us. <laughs> that is that is excellent. So you guys make a perfect team. And we were talking about her husband right now, um, Sharon Jordan, um, a, a New Havenite. Yes, <laughs> he's born and raised. Uh, he is a career high school graduate, and he is an HBCU graduate uh hampton university mm-hmm. the real hu mm-hmm. i'm not going to get in that debate though <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that but you guys make a very very you're you're viewed as one of the power couples because of oh, that wow. in new haven and that's the that's the word that's been thrown around when when people have conversations that's news See, to it's, me. Fu- it's, it's funny because you know you have a view of yourself right and, I do. and, and people you think ah oh, this but when people talk about you in the community and people mention you you two together and they say that we're power couple, mm. it is very, very powerful because you both bring so much to a table and you and you do help each lift uplift each other. How important is that in this day and age when you got these young people looking for uh the money bag <laughs> the way it's described? <laughs> how is it important to that really have someone that's on your level and equal or or, you know, or better than you in certain areas so that you can focus on your strengths? What I'll say is we complement each other very well. Um, it's never 50-50. It has never been 50-50. That scale will tip and balance itself out accordingly. Mm-hmm. But it's extremely important to have someone that um, that understands you, gets you, pours into you, but can also check you when you need to be checked. Mm. And be able to um, sit and and have that that conversation that those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's truly about communication, um, and honestly, the three little ones that we're raising, um, we want to ensure that we're modeling the right behaviors for them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. teaching them how to navigate life because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy at all. Mm-mm. No, it's not. And you have uh, three beautiful children right now. I don't know if there's more in the way. There's the only way. three, okay. but we have uh, <laughs> we have a host of uh, nieces and nephews. So mm-hmm. at any given time, you, between all the sports, it could be three plus a mm-hmm. football team or basketball team or dance. Team. And you're also a dance mob. I mean, I mean, I you, you're balancing you're balancing all these things in life. And I mean, people like. I like how when when you're a kid and you dream, you're like, oh, I want all these things. Can you can you testify to how much work having <laughs> a family, uh, being a, a business person and a, a, a civic leader all at the same time? I don't sleep much. We don't sleep much. Um, but it's worth all of it. And to your point, the things that our children have had the opportunity to participate in are the things that... Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to participate in mainly because, you know, there wasn't, I I grew up in Louisiana. We didn't have competition dance Mm -hmm. um, and traveling basketball. We had high school basketball, but, but Mm -hmm. extracurricular sports looks very different now. 
<laughs> than it did when I was growing up. So it wasn't um, as diversified. Number one, <laughs> it, it's, it definitely was not as <laughs> yeah. It, it existed, but it just didn't exist in our community. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. We didn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and to that point, exposing them to different opportunities has been um, something that we've been very intentional about. Mm-hmm. Our our children have um, have had the experience of the, the Yale All City Honors mm-hmm. Chorus and Strings. Um, I played the clarinet and band. Wow! Never thought about the violin. My son mm-hmm. plays the violin. He's been playing for and he's five really years good now. Yeah, really, really good. <laughs> I mean, he's... Um, and he he enjoys it, and it's not anything that. We brought to him, he brought it to us, uh, wow. starting with the, the guitar and the ukulele. And then he said, Mom, I want to play the violin. And he's wow. just been absolutely amazing. Um, how, is it, how does it feel to be in a position to actually help your children and, and, and to have? Because I'm grateful. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. And we couldn't do it without our village. That is so true. Our village, <laughs> there's always some type of coordination of uh, pick up, drop off between an activity um so yes very blessed it's 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 one thing to want things for your children but there's another to be in a position to advocate for them Mm. um and i think that's very distinct and i think that that's what you utilize in your life is that you've used the knowledge base that you've had to really help your children navigate through everything um for the people that are out there who have these children with talents you know What's your advice to them? Because there's, there's talented kids everywhere. There's talented children everywhere. Um, no isn't always the final answer. There's an exception to every rule. Mm. Um, always, always speak up and advocate for your children and understand what that means in the space that you're advocating for them in. That is true. Do you listening to 103.5 FM WNHH New Haven Independent.org here in the New Haven Independent Power by La Voz Radio TV? I'm Jose Canelar. This is Keeping It 100 with Jose. And you're listening to the very articulate. I hate when, when people say that too. I hate that too. And you know what? The, I was going to say, don't do that. Jose. Don't do that. I, you know what? I, I won't. Miss, Miss, Mrs. Lakeisha Jordan. Um, who is sharing with us her past, her passions, and the future. The only thing I'm going to ask is always speaking to the mic. You know, come in, there you go. Don't be afraid of that mic. People got to hear these, these, these knowledge, the knowledge you're dropping today. So we're going to backtrack a little bit more. We're going to go back into the financial sector, okay? okay. Uh, I kind of like doing these things uh, during the, 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 the conversation. Absolutely. And sorry, let's, let's start saying, let's go through some of the good things that people, some healthy financial habits that someone should have or naturally do have pay yourself first Mm. always pay yourself first i don't care if it's a dollar out of ten dollars or a dollar out of a hundred start to build your nest egg understand what 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 you have coming in and what your outputs are um so budgeting start tracking tracking what you're doing Mm -hmm. and sometimes Little small changes, often small changes. Um, Grab that small coffee instead of a medium and Mm -hmm. save the difference. Mm -hmm. It adds up. It adds up quickly. Um, If your financial institution offers 
a roundup savings program, take advantage of it, mm. especially if there's a match opportunity where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- those are different things. Um, I know that the economy, I'm not an economist, um, and, and the rate rate environment is is um, is challenging right now. But the upside of that is uh, taking advantage of uh, increased saving deposit mm-hmm. rates. Um, those are starting to rise. They haven't risen in a very long time. So oh, yeah. if you Trust have, me, I'm keeping an eye on that bond market. We're at four point two five right now with the with the basis points out of the Fed. I'm, I'm all yeah. I'm very aware. Um, and I understand being loyal to your financial institution, but shop around. There's many options out there, whether it's a bank or a credit union. Sometimes those rates are different. Um, There's been a lot of pullback on the housing, but this may actually be a good time for you to look at purchasing that home. The interest rate may be a little higher, but your cost of purchase will be lower. And in the future, there'll be opportunities to refinance into a lower interest rate, Mm -hmm. which will really reduce uh, the chances of you being in a negative equity mm-hmm. stance. Right. For those who people are out there, we're talking about the financial market. I mean, I've looked at the numbers here, especially through uh, through all of these public tools. The Northeast hasn't budged that much, believe, believe it or not, as opposed to uh, Las Vegas, yeah. Phoenix, and these other cities that right now, they're, they're, they're some of these uh, postings are like 40% off their, their top. There were four hundred thousand dollar postings that are down to two hundred fifty thousand in those areas to purchase homes. Mm-hmm. In the Northeast, is always the last to lag. And during COVID, a lot of people left this area yep. or, or came to this area, especially New Haven, New Haven. and um and, and they plan to stay. <laughs> so yeah. housing here is still pretty up it, there. It is, but, but we're talking globally. We're not yeah, just talking New go. Haven. That, that's there, what I'm we about. have to think. Um, we have to think outside of where we are currently. There's more to life and living and the world just, you know, outside of just where we are presently. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, people who are born and raised in New Haven don't see much of the world. <laughs> so that, that universal perspective is kind of lost. Uh, but I think there's an opportunity for us to encourage that exploration mm-hmm. um, as a community. That, that's why it's about expose, exposure and access. And one thing that I really love about uh, New Haven is we do, we bring that culture to us. If you can't go, we do a really good job of bringing it here. Our arts um, organizations are very ingrained in the community. Um, the Anthony's uh, at Schubert and the Shelley's at Arts and Idea mm-hmm. and the Jacobs at Long Wharf, they've done such an amazing job bringing the culture to New Haven. Uh, there are a lot of programs, community-based programs. I'd be remiss if I didn't miss mention uh miss diane brown mm. um they do this work and and i am sure i i've i've i'm remiss in mentioning many many more but those are the ones <laughs> we apologize for those not mentioned <laughs> yes i apologize if i miss you but you know these are these are organizations that bring the culture to new haven mm-hmm. and that exposure that ability to dream about what can be and that inspiration to go outside of what you know is mm. possible. So I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's it, I, I, I've been trying to do my part in all that and, and trying to, you know, yes, the Jose's. The, the, <laughs> not even the Jose's, but that's why I, I do gravitate to everyone. I've met everyone that you mentioned here. I mean, Mr. McDonald over here, um, McDonald, right? Um, yes. uh, Anthony McDonald over at the Schubert. We had a great conversation last week about his idea and his focus and bringing arts to the community and being more diverse in that 
you know, being more inclusive in what the Schubert is trying to do within the next year. So there's going to be a lot more programming that's going to be geared towards our community. So it's our, but it is now our job, our job to come out and support mm-hmm. and take part and participate in these things. And I do agree that everyone's doing a good job as well as yourself. Now you're part of part of, of uh, the Eastern Stars, right? Eastern I am Stars, uh, okay. a member of Sheba Chapter Number One in, in Sonia, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Order of Eastern Star, PHA. Um, okay, it's very good. Uh, for those who are out there who don't know, can you tell me a little bit about these organizations? Um, the organizations that I'm involved in all are rooted in service and uh, sisterhood. So um, we could probably spend another hour talking about the organizations Let's and the so. service. Let's do so. <laughs> I don't have another hour, <laughs> Jose, but um, you are also a member of uh, the Fraternal Order. So you know what it is to be of service and to be in service. And I'll go a step further and say, while I am a member of all of these organizations, these service organizations, you don't have to be a member of an organization to be in service every day to each other. Mm. Um, It really does take one intentional act of kindness, Mm -hmm. um, one intentional, let me reach back and pull up someone. um, Let me provide, uh, some education or some awareness that someone provided to me. Um, volunteering at your local communities, regardless of what it is. Um, and oftentimes, simple acts as chaperoning our children's field trip, that's mm-hmm. service. That's service. And if we change how we think about service and understand that there's the small acts that add up, Mm-hmm. Um, we can change. We can change our our world. We're in in the, in the in the universal understanding of instant gratification. Not realizing that yeah. service to your community is not something that's going to pay you back immediately, but in the long run, the energy will come back to you. I mean, someone will end up giving you a resource or, or hands, and when you give service, you're actually networking and you're building these relationships with other people that can somehow fill a gap in your life. I mean, that how, you know, how important is that to an individual? I think you um, just said a key word. It's about relationship building and understanding what relationships are. And relationships aren't necessarily a everyday contact. It's a, it's, a re- it's a reciprocal act that you have with someone that you trust and hold in esteem. Mm-hmm that can meet a need and vice versa. You can meet their needs Mm. Um, and understanding the power of relationships, Mm -hmm. network building Mm -hmm. is transformational. It cannot have been said better (laughs) by any other individual. I wish I could have you here all day. Uh, but it's almost time to go. So we're going to do a quick lightning round. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm going to give you a quick lightning round. Um, uh, Hamden Board of Education, <laughs> since you're in Hamden. My children attend school in New Haven, Ooh, public school. Wow. They uh, go to Betsy Ross Arts and Magnet. So, My so children then, are very then, artsy. Then, then I'll question you about the New Haven public school system. You got a new superintendent that, that's supposed to be in, in the search for. How? What are your suggestions to that? I would suggest that parents get involved. Um, be, be intentional about your connection to your children's schools. Mm-hmm. understand what that search means and how it impacts your children. We've mm-hmm. had a number of superintendents over the years. 
Um, these searches are not easy. They are very contentious. Um, I, as long as we center the children and what's best for them, it should be fine. I, I don't know how, again, great answer. All right, next one. Uh, Yeezy, White Lives Matters. We don't have an, we don't have all day. We're not even going to give him the airspace for that. Him or CEO. Kick rocks. Okay. Herschel Walker. <laughs> Another one. He should listen to his kid and go away. Now. Um, uh, Celtics head coach cheating on Neil Long with, listen, with a co-worker's wife. You know, I do have some, some thoughts about that. Give me I, one. Give me one. Okay. Me this one. is one. The cheating is not out of the ordinary of the industry. I do think that I'm not condoning by any means his acts mm-hmm. um, because they are not acceptable. But it's just another example of um, the power that people have over your career and profession and how things are not the same across the board. Oh, okay. That, that is so, true. That is true. Um, but that's their business. <laughs> I got my own household to worry about. <laughs> you can't be somebody else's. Uh, listen, if she likes it, I love it. That's her cup of tea. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, uh, you're running for mayor of New Haven. Absolutely not. What, what would your platform be? <laughs> <laughs> I have no political aspirations. I know you don't. I know you don't. And but but if let's just say we're going. What if? Yeah, whatever. What if we? This is Marvel Universe. If I was what if for the you, your platform? Your platform for 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 mayor. What is your key? Your, your key for mayor? Even if it's mayor of Hamden. Uh, oh <laughs> gosh, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> I think there needs to be more intentional community building of, across both of those, uh, the city of New Haven and the town of Hamden. Uh, there are still very <sighs> areas that are just, I don't want to say segregated, but that's what they are. No, just, just say what it is. It, I mean, it they're, is. They're, it is what segregated. it is. There, 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 there are needs, train tracks everywhere. <laughs> there needs to be more intentional community building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll more, just leave it at that. Okay. Very good. All right. Man, this is the most PC conversation I've had in a long time. It's not a politically correct conversation. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I can tell you don't want to offend no one, but that's it's okay. not even that I don't want to offend anyone. I tend to not get into political conversations mm-hmm. because I do Feel that everyone is entitled to their own opinion or beliefs, regardless of if I agree with them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes you a great leader. See that that <laughs> that, that one statement right there is so inclusive of ideologies that that's what that's what we really do need in our community, don't we? We we have to we do need to remain open minded and hear people out and understand it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Now there's some things that are never okay mm-hmm. um, and that I will never go along with. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things that you just mentioned, they're like, you know, th- this isn't the sword I want to die on. Today. Okay. Very good. Very There's good. other places I want to spend my energy. I noticed that you didn't wear your Yeezy slides in today. So I think I you're already taking a stand on that position. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I do hope that man gets the help that he needs. We all do. We all do. I'm, I'm, I was a Yeezy fan until just, I don't know. 
maybe the past couple of years it's just been too hard for me to even swallow um i don't know what other things i would like to talk to you about <laughs> there's so many other topics uh <laughs> that we can talk about but we won't because time has run out this has been keeping it 100 with jose candelario here at 103.5 fm wnhh newhavenindependent.org um and it is time to say goodbye Ms. nora is that okay with you all right all right looking over to, to the uh to the people in charge here uh who are telling me that it is time to go uh thank you so so much for everything that you've done and everything you continue to do your last final words you know what i'm going to bring the music back down and i want to hear your final word to community your this is it you got a minute two minutes go ahead i don't need a minute or two minutes but i'll say this um get involved in your community understand that we're all connected and that's how we build and lift our communities up be of service to each other every day uh, a kind word a smile can be could really shift someone's day um, i appreciate the opportunity jose you know i don't i'm not really one of to, to, the most humblest <laughs> the most humblest of the humble yes you, yes, you um, are. but i i've really enjoyed having this conversation with you they look at that. You didn't even need structured questions. She's like, where if you wanted pre-questions, like that was going to happen for me. Ah. You have to remember, too. I'm also, you know, I'm pivoting to the credit union model, which is, for those that don't know or may know, credit unions are, are not for profit. So mm -hmm. um, we really, truly are committed to uh, the members that we serve in our communities. Mm. Um, coming from a for-profit model, things are very structured mm -hmm. and... Um, I'm still pivoting away, shifting away from that mindset of this is what I need to, in order to, to mm -hmm. complete this task. So no, well, when no. I'm looking for questions, see, there you that go. mindset. There you go. See, you, know, you don't need no questions now. You know what it is to improvise on the fly. You did a yeah. very good job Thank of you. rolling with the punches and, <laughs> and dealing with my craziness because I am all over the place, like people say, but I am focused. You got to admit that much. This conversation was very focused. It was focused on community. And Miss Lakeisha Jordan, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you, Jose, for having me. And thank you, Sharon, for sharing uh, your wife with me for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Please say hello to Bonnie. Uh, oh, Bonnie, Bonnie, well, Bonnie's at home party listening right now. Hopefully. Oh, hi, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, uh, you guys have been living, listening to Keeping It One Hundred with Jose Candelario here on one hundred three point five FM WNHH New Haven Independent powered by La Voz Radio for TV and all that good stuff. Until next time. Dicen que tú eres el mejor del barrio. Dicen que tú eres el mejor del barrio. Que tú dirijala y que bien todo compones. Mentiras tuyas, solo mentiras.